Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 155 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa. It's my favorite coffee. I drink it every morning, and I'm serious. I really do drink it every morning. When I run out, it's a it's a pretty sad deal. I end up having to go to the big box stores or just get one of those, you know, mass-produced generic coffees, and they're they're not my favorite. I the, I think one of the reasons I like Couchtown Coffee so much is the fact that they roast it made to order, and they don't you know. I feel like a lot of the stores, when you get coffee at like a, let's just say a big box store, you end up with the coffee that's pretty roasted to a crisp. And Couchtown coffee is not like that. It's fresh roasted. It's amazing. It's nice light flavor, but it's still robust. It's one of it's one of my favorite coffees I've ever had. If you want to check it out, go to CouchtownCoffee.com. Find a coffee you like, make an order, and when you do, let them know Audible Farm sent you, and they'll give you 20% off. Why? Because Couchtown Coffee is that awesome. Thanks, Couchtown. This episode, I'm sitting down with Scott Dahl. Scott Dahl's been on the podcast a few different times, uh, a couple times for you know, just, just him and talking about his music and things like that. And then uh, he's been on with the Chris Carr Band again, and he's been on talking about the Rock and Picnic. And guess what? It's, it's Labor Day weekend coming up, and Rock and Picnic is right around the corner. This Saturday and Sunday is the Rockin' Picnic. Uh, we talk about that, who's on the show, what goes into putting on the show, some of the people that are you know, kind of in charge of certain things, the fact that uh, there's still camping available and uh, things you can do to help make your time there a little bit easier. If you guys have time for volunteer work, um, they've got some spots open as well. So hit them up for that. We talk about all that in this podcast and more. It's a little bit shorter this week than most um, it's not a bad thing, though, because I think we talked about all the things we needed to talk about, and then um, that's pretty much it. Uh, we talk about it a little bit at the end, but if you want to hear some of Scott's stories, go to Scott's uh, first podcast I did with him. He was one of the first people I ended up doing a podcast with. I've known him for quite a while. He's been in the music scene for quite a while, and he helps out at the Rock and Picnic. He's the MC and more, so check it out. Go to the Rock and Picnic this weekend and enjoy this episode. It's episode 155 with Scott Dahl. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. All right. So today I'm sitting down with Scott Dahl. Scott Dahl, you've been on the podcast before, and this is becoming a tradition. This is the third time I think I've had you on the podcast near the Rock and Picnic. Correct. It's actually my fifth appearance. <laughs> you might be. You're up there with like the Clint Riedel numbers. Yeah. No. <laughs> Those guys are interesting, and I'm not. Oh, I don't know about that. You, uh, you, you do the Rock and Picnic thing. You are. Are you on the committee officially for this, or? Well, I joined the committee back uh, about nine years ago. There's. Uh, I, I don't run anything. I simply volunteer my help and, and you know, help where I can, which is what everybody does. So mm-hmm. it's a committee of uh, anyone. There could be anywhere from 9 to 15, 20 people in a meeting. Oh, dang. So, yeah. yeah, it's a group effort there. Yeah. But you're uh, one of the people that's kind of uh, like the MC, I guess you could call yourself, at the event. Yeah, they invited me. Uh, actually, I asked them a few years ago if there was anything I could do to help, and, and uh, they said the stage was, was open for any volunteers, so... Kind of started helping bands get on and off and uh, trying to organize the stage, and uh, that turned into the emceeing. So uh, my wife and uh, my wife Deb and I have really uh, 
taking ownership of it. It's yeah. it's it's really fun to do. Yeah, and it's cool to be involved, and uh, we just love doing it. Okay, so let's imagine this is somebody's first time listening to this. What is the Rock and Picnic? The Rock and Picnic is a free event on the Sunday before Labor Day at Lower Sheldon Park in Humboldt, Iowa, where we have a on Saturday night, the fourteenth, we will have a uh, shrimp boil approximately five or six o'clock um it is a uh, free will donation at seven o'clock we will have brutal republic uh with jeremy ober from seven to ten that night and uh great great band they draw they draw a lot of uh, a lot of entertainment uh, pardon me a lot of people there to see them um it's it's just a great band. We we don't normally repeat bands, but they did so good for us last year. We thought we'd do it again. So yeah, I definitely have to say the Saturday night show is like the sleeper show. It's yep. the, it's the awesome show that almost it's almost like people just like I'll just go to the Sunday show because that's the all day. It's like no no you got to get to the Saturday. Correct. Show. And speaking of the Sunday show, that it basically is the rock and picnic. The event that day is Sunday. We start music about uh, one to one thirty on in the afternoon, and we have uh, four or five bands through the day. We have acoustic sets by uh, Clint Riedel, uh, Jesse Wilson, Zach Sunkin's going to come in and do some music for us. Uh, just there's there's no downtime. It's just if it's entertainment and music all music all afternoon. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite parts about it um, is the fact that when the bands are changing on the side, you do a quick change over to the acoustic and they're ready to go. And yeah, they... what I've what I've found by going to concerts is uh, I went to a couple. I went to see Marshall Tucker a couple weeks ago up at the. I saw up that. at the roof garden, and I saw Graf's Roots a week after that. But the the issue I have with those with those shows is there's 45 minutes between bands. Oh man, yeah, 30 to 30, you know, 30 45 minutes, and it makes no sense because the equipment's already on stage. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's all sitting there. It's just, already been sound checked and yeah. everything. You just gotta, yeah, especially and, at a pro setup like that. And it's downtown that downtime that I've paid 35 dollars or 40 dollars a ticket, whatever, or uh, on one was complimentary. Thank you, Rod. But uh, <laughs> still it's downtime that is not enjoyable so what i've done with our with the rock and picnic is um yeah we've got a band at uh we got a band at uh, three o'clock we got a band at five we got a band at seven but in between when we're doing the stage uh, switch uh i put a, an acoustic player up on stage to entertain the people for 25 30 minutes while uh the people on stage the sound man and, and everybody are making the switches yeah and that was uh something i got to see firsthand last year was i got to volunteer uh backstage and be one of the people that helps haul uh, haul gear and, and and i do have an open slot if you're ready i've got some time to do it All um right. i'll i mean i'll probably be there um possibly playing with jesse on an acoustic That's fine. set but uh yeah i mean i would definitely volunteer some time before that for sure uh you know and that was something i I'd played in the rock and picnic a couple years and I was like, all right, this is cool. Then I had to volunteer at it. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of work going on back here. I mean, like I saw it firsthand hauling my own gear, yeah. but when it came time to just like, all right, we got to move a whole entire drum set off. There's no time to like break it down one piece at a time. Right. Luckily they've got the big set of stairs there. You can walk it up and there's down. There's a, there's a big ramp that uh, we use for up uploading or loading on the stage. And there's some stairs that we use to, to clear the stage. Uh, so one band will be going down while another band can be coming up. Um, we try to have all bands uh, prepped and set up an hour before it's time to go on and, and go on stage. And that means drum equipment is set up, not necessarily in, in the position it needs to be, but all the stands are up, all the cymbals are loaded, all the, the drums are assembled, mm -hmm. the amps are there, the guitars are in, you know, tuned up or as good as they can be at the time. Uh, we try to have as much ready to simply carry it up on stage, position it, and 
and go to town. Yeah. Make music. Yeah, and honestly, like, uh, of all the years I've been there, it's I don't really think there's ever been much downtime at all. Like, the only downtime is pretty much just being like, hey, uh, give this guy a hand, and now we're going to this band. You know, right. that's, like, pretty much all it is, which yeah. is pretty sweet. Uh, and that's part of the thing. We are we are a nonprofit organization. We don't have any, uh, any way of income other than people's donations. Mm-hmm. And the donations we t- that we took last year are paying for this year's show. Donations from this year will pay for next year's show. Yep. Um, so we do need to get out. We don't have any sponsorship or anything like that. Nobody that actually is committed or signed to, you know, uh, put their name on the. And we, and we don't. We're not looking for any to put their, anybody to put their name on it because it's still the rock and picnic. Yep. But uh, we, without stopping for three or four minutes between bands and saying thank you to. Uh, radio stations and people that donate this and and I mean there's all all sorts of things that are donated, but we need to let people know who's doing that. Yeah. So yes, there is a three four minute spot where you got to stand and listen to me talk and uh, I apologize. I run long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anybody hasn't listened to the past podcast and you're listening to this one, Scott's been on a few times and we have some good conversations on here. Yes. And I, I mean, it seems like we might. To you know the layman or the people that just like listen to this all the time or the locals, it's like, well, haven't you done this podcast before? Like, it sounds like a, just a repeat of last year, but it's it's actually not a repeat of last year. You got a different setup of bands, you got a different lineup. Uh, it's the same days. It's always the Saturday and Sunday before Labor Day. Correct. So you always have Labor Day off, so you yep. can just chill out. You know, so the Sunday show. I mean, people see it on the face value, and they're like, Sunday concert. Oh, that's I'm not going to a Sunday. Oh, it's like, oh yeah, it's Labor Day. Yeah. yeah. So you got it's, the day off. It's the it's the ultimate time to have a party. Yeah, because there's no, you don't do any. Nobody works on well, not nobody, but uh, very few people work on Monday of Labor Day. Yeah. So why not have your party on the Sunday prior? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it always seems to be really good weather too. I don't think there's ever been a year. Oh. I was there, there was like I know there was yeah. one year it rained pretty bad, but I yeah. hasn't rained like in the like the last four or five years I've been there. So. Yeah. Uh, four. I don't know. Four years ago, five years ago, we had uh, Lazy River was the closing act and. And uh, a wall of water hit us about four songs in. But uh, we knew it was coming, but we tried to get as much in as we could. Mm-hmm. We just didn't realize how bad it was going to be when it got Oh, there. yeah, yeah. Oof. And it was bad. That's not good. But, you know, I mean, that's weather permitting. I mean, it's, it always seems like we got pretty lucky there. Uh, we, I say we, but you guys uh, run the Rock and Picnic. And this is the 13th year you've done it? 13 years. It's my ninth year of participation in it. Uh, I went to the first couple and, and as a visitor or a, as a spectator, and, and they were great. Um, that's when I told them, how can I help? They offered me the, you know, what, what I could do to help at the stage, and uh, I've taken it and run. And, and it's become, it's not just me, but uh, Deb, my wife, she's actually, it's, it's come over the last three or four years that I'm just up there talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a little organization backstage, but uh, when the bands come in and unload and, and, and load up again, Deb is in charge. Yeah. And the best part about it is uh, nobody gives her any slack. No, they don't. Not they know that, that Deb is there for, for a reason and, and taking care of business. Yep. And uh, she says, move that, move them amps, pick up them guitars, whatever. People yep. are doing it. So. Yeah. Uh, it always works. And she, it's not like she's mean about it either. She just no. says, this is what we need to do, and people do it. You know, yeah. and it's like. And it's, it's a matter of everybody respects, you know. Yep. It's not like she doesn't know anything about uh, handling equipment, band equipment. Yeah. You know, she's only been around me for 30. Five years, exactly, you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, plus she's like done it a time or two. And, yeah. and sometimes there's things that somebody 
that's like watching what's going down and helping from an outside perspective can see that like the bands can't see because you could just be like all right i got my gear it's sitting here and it's mm-hmm. like well no could you set it over here because all this stuff's going to come down this way so like yep. she knows the order of operations for exactly maybe like a f- and first time band or whatever yeah backstage it's not just a, b- a bunch of equipment sitting around there's stuff coming up there's a place for things going up there's a place for things coming down and you know there's there's it's organized back there yep. so we need the musicians help uh, in, in creating that, and, and they all do. We haven't had any flack from anybody. I had one guy last year in a Speedo, and I think he knows who he, you know, he oh, remembers yeah. who he is. So. I remember that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that ended pretty quick. That yeah. was pretty but fun. it's a family show. Let's not do that again. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, it is, it is a public park, but come on, people. Let's, uh, you know, tone it down just a notch, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone always seems to have a really good time there. It's always kind of fun because uh, – I would it's I've played early in the show and I've spent a lot of time there early in the show because that's usually when um, like a lot of the local or people are there and so I've I go early in the show and the place already has like 200 people there mm-hmm. and it's like what the heck this is insane it's like two in the afternoon there's already 200 people in their small yep. town in one and, place and you, it, there may be 200 people there but they're they're all spread out uh, there's nobody right up front listening to the band because of course it's still afternoon and, mm-hmm. um, but what that's what you don't realize is there's not only are there 200 people out there in front of you in a distance there's another two or 300 people out in the park in Probably their campers camping. Yep. Uh, that are also listening to your show and you know and, and listening to the music you're making so yeah and i remember last year when this went uh you gave everyone the opportunity it's like you can sit in your car and listen to it and, yeah. it, and it was actually a ludicrously viable option it was so like i saw people that had the pre most primo parking spots yep. with their windows down just taking it in and then when it was done with they took off so yes. it was pretty awesome i i thought that was one of the cool things so if you're thinking about going this year and you're you know maybe worried about masks or or you know covid or things like that the car i highly suggest the car yeah. as an option it's, uh, and it's the same thing this year it's still an option if you if you're not comfortable do what you please yep you know yep yeah and it worked out i mean it worked out great last year everyone had a great time there wasn't you know a single issue so i mean hats off to everybody for being civil individuals so we've we've talked about the uh jeremy ober and brutal republic on saturday night let's get to the sunday show all right the sunday show Um, actually uh i found your post here that you made with in the rock and picnic group and it's got the list of everybody and when they show up well, go ahead and read it down if you want. Oh, man. So, uh, Stampeding River Caterpillars at one thirty. They were there in some iteration, uh, well, maybe last year or the year before. You know, that's a band that uh, has, they haven't had issues. They've had things come up. Um, last year, we had, uh, actually, we had MGCC booked, uh, which is uh, Gene Walker and his group down there from Fort Dodge. S- something happened. Somebody couldn't make it. So, they switched it to the Stampeding River Caterpillars, which is another of his groups, a couple of the same members, but... Mm-hmm. Um, more of a bluegrass acoustic style stuff. Um, so we went from a full band to the acoustic thing last year. So mm-hmm. this year we agreed with, you know, Gene, uh, talked to Gene. He wanted to get on again. I said, yeah, we'll get you a full band. And again, something has happened. Uh-huh. Nothing. It's out of their control. But um, so we have again switched it to the acoustic set. Mm-hmm. I've, I've you know, moved them, shuffled them around a little bit. Um, I picked up a band out of Fort Dodge called State Parks. Yeah, I saw that. I, I hadn't heard of them, so that's going to be um, cool to check out. Blake them Strickland out. is the, is my contact there. He's okay. the drummer for the band. Uh, his dad plays with Chris Carr band. Yeah, yeah. Somebody asked me about that once, and I was just like, I don't know. I don't. I guess I didn't know he was in a band. So yeah, well, as of right now, they are slated for the I believe two o'clock slot. That's what you got down. Yep. yep. So we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, the Caterpillars from one thirty to two. 
Um, and at that time, uh, state parks will have already done a sound check, so they can just fire right up and play the play for 30 minutes solid. When they're done, they'll tear down. They will tear down. Clint will come up and do some uh, acoustic stuff, and I don't know. He might have Brad or somebody with him. It yeah, doesn't matter to I me. I think he might. Yep. Um, uh, you know, if he, if they bring one guy or you know along, that's great. But if you bring three guys, that's more than we got to set up. You yeah, know, more yeah. that we have to set up. And and the whole point is to get one guy up to play acoustic and go yeah, home. You know, that's, get, that's get what I was thinking that. logistics about it because. Uh, you know, like Jesse was like, if they give me a spot to have you play, do you want to play? And I was like, yeah, sure, but it should probably be acoustic because then I have to like, oh, I got to plug in an amp. Then someone's got to mic it up yep. and got to go through all the extra and stuff. And I appreciate that. And, yeah. and and the sound guy appreciates that too yes. because our our concentration is not getting five guys set up to play acoustic. Our, our intention is to get the band off and get another band on. Mm-hmm. And watch this hand while we're doing this over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The acoustic thing is fun because you almost uh, let them like soak up half the stage. Yep. And then you just flip flop the other half and you just go back and forth. You know. Yep. So. So when, uh, like I said, we got to MGCC State Parks. Uh, pardon me, not MGCC, but the the Caterpillars. Yep. State Parks. Clint Riedel's going to do a little set. We've got Ned Freely Band going to do an hour and a half of uh, of of uh, good rock and roll. Yeah. And that's some local guys from Algona. Humboldt area. Mm-hmm. Um, when Ned Freely gets done, we've got uh, some, Jesse Wilson. Some local guys. I <laughs> just gloss over just a little bit. <laughs> well, it's it's the importance is there are four. There's four guys in the band. Um, uh, Jack Diamond from from Algona plays mm-hmm. guitar. Donnie Wagner, everybody's neighbor from St. Uh, <laughs> Joe. The guy is 80, 80, I don't know, eighty four years old. Plays harp like just phenomenal harp. Awesome. Plays good bass guitar. Um, Eldon Landolt from Livermore, uh, he's also up there in age. And Steve Curry from Humboldt, he's a local class of 73, uh, you know, has participated in many ways with the picnic. Yep. Uh, he plays bass and guitar with us. Um, I, I do happen to play drums with the band, and, and I do have an issue putting my own band on. I hope people don't yeah, give yeah. me a hard time, which I have already, but yeah, it's not about me up there. It's about four guys that deserve the opportunity. Yep, and and that's what we're doing. So yeah. it's a local. It's live, and we're keeping it live, keeping it local. Yep. When Ned's done, uh, I believe Jesse Wilson's going to give us some time. Right? There you go. Yep. And so, you're going to uh, join Jesse for half an hour, and that's going to be about from four thirty to five o'clock. Yep. I believe I believe that's the plan, but uh, I guess the only other option is show up and find out if I'm there. You yep. know, because I uh, I will be there in one capacity or another on Sunday. Good. Uh, and then at five o'clock, we've got a band from Des Moines called uh, the Sons of Gladys Kravitz. Um, I know a couple of the members in the band, um, and there's a reason I've, I've I've fought to get them for a couple years, and uh, finally negotiated a price to get them up here. They are um, very good at doing uh, Kansas and sticks. Um, I talked to him. I, I messaged him yesterday that we have a request for a couple of Pink Floyd songs, and he says absolutely. So, um, <laughs> nice. very very technical band, not just a screaming guitar and 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 a drum and a bass, but these guys have got uh, some keyboards. Uh, uh, they've got a, a viol or fiddle yep. that actually doesn't sound like a fiddle all the time. It sounds like things in the in the that the band is doing in in Kansas and, oh, and sticks and things like that. So, that would be awesome. And they are very entertaining. I invite anybody that's got any doubts about the picnic to come out and, and at 5 o'clock and, and enjoy the Sons of Gladys Kravitz. Nice. That's good promotion. Yep. I, I want to check them out. I have like seen the name uh, across my Facebook a few times, mm-hmm. just having, you know, having been down in Des Moines and, 
involved a little bit in that scene. So that's cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we got them, but they're, they're not the headliners either. We've also got Zach Sunken, another local guy that has helped us before. He's going to do some acoustic music, acoustic music from uh, 6.30 to 7, 7.15, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and at 7.15, we're probably going to do a lot of promotion stuff. We, might, uh, we know we've got an auction that we, might, uh, we won't be doing it then, but we'll be promoting that. We'll do a 50-50. We've got uh, a guitar we're going to auction off. We've got some can bins. Uh, We've got some board games that we're going to auction off. Go ahead and grab that there. There This is uh, every year we have a guitar that we auction off, and uh, we have every band that uh, plays on the stage over the weekend sign it. So it'll have autographs all over it. And uh, then we auction that off at the end of the night on Sunday. uh, It'll be about 8.45 Sunday night when we auction this off. And uh, it brings uh, quite good, uh, quite a good contribution for the. Um, actually, each each year, the last three or four years, somebody has actually paid for a band the next year by buying this guitar. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's um, an awesome feeling. And too. this is a brand new Fender Telecaster guitar. Yep, it's absolutely brand new. It's uh, it's actually set up really well too. Yep. I was playing it a little bit earlier. It's it's a real nice little guitar. I can't wait to see. Uh, how much this goes for the auction time is uh like another one of those unsung fun times yep. at the rock and picnic because people get very into what they yes. want to buy uh get into it and uh, there's a lot of inebriation going on by that time too. Uh, so. yeah that's true uh we were talking about how 200 people are there when the show starts it's mm-hmm. it gets packed by nighttime yep. and people get up there next to the stage the whole nine yards yep. it's, and it gets fun it's it's a good time <clears throat> anyway back to the uh, you know, we're going to do that auction, but about 7.30 is when um, uh, our headliner is going to start. Uh, we had these guys a couple of years ago, and, and everybody enjoyed it and loved it and asked for them back again, so we've negotiated to get them back, and it's Rolling Thunder, uh, the the music of ACDC. Uh, these guys are out of the Quad Cities area, and uh, they were here two years ago, and the fans fans went nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, they were great. I mean, it was just like having ACDC up there with the costumes and the yep. uh, the, the the voices and the the music. It was it, it was it's cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome how much they sounded like ACDC. I know you get the like, oh, we're you know a cover band or we're a tribute band or whatever. Yeah. These guys. Like you could have just closed your eyes and been like, "Yeah, it's ACDC there," you know. Like yep. it was, it was so close. It was insane. Uh, and yeah, everyone went nuts because who doesn't like ACDC? Plus, that's another one of those bands where like you're just like, I know a lot of ACDC songs, and then they play for two hours, and you're like, I knew all of these songs. Like, how do I know two plus hours worth of ACDC yep. songs? Like almost all the words and everything. And so. not only did they play two and a half or three hours of music of ACDC ACDC songs that we all knew. They left out two or three that they didn't play. Yeah, they were. Know? I remember that being a thing when they got done. People were just yelling for more, and it was just like, "Oh, yeah, they didn't play that one." You yeah. know, so it's kind of crazy. Oh man, yeah, they were good a, a couple of years ago. I th- I can't remember if I played on that show or not. It's been a couple of years since I've been mm-hmm. there and played, but but yeah, I mean, uh, rock and picnic. It's always been a great time. You guys welcomed me when I kind of started getting back into music, and I hopped up there. Uh, with a buddy of mine, Dan Blair, and we played uh, one of the early sets, and that was uh, such a fun time, you know, having the opportunity to play for people in front of my own hometown. And, and you've done so, and I'm not saying that that in, influenced it or sparked it, but you've done so much since then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and uh, it, that's what we like to do at the beginning of the show on the early in the afternoon show is we like to get somebody young, um, and this year it's going to be State Parks, the brand new band. They've they've played a couple shows down at Bootleggers, I think it was, down nice. at Fort Dodge. Cool. Um, 
you know, give them a chance at big stage, big sound. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's another fun thing. If you, I mean, like, uh, yes, the bar setup is nice. You can have just like, you know, the mixer with the two speakers and then it sounds cool and stuff. But when you go out there with a full power setup, it's just like, oh, this is cool. Somebody else yep. is micing me up and controlling how I sound. And I know, you know, I remember the first time I went with a sound guy, I was like, this is nerve wracking. How can I trust this other person? And it's like, yeah, just trust them there. They know what sounds good. You know? And, <laughs> and, um, Having the sound guy out there, and and by the way, our sound man is Mike Wiedemann from from uh, I believe he's from Lehigh. Yeah. Um. Great job. Yeah. He yeah. has uh, he has grandfathered himself into to doing the thing every year, and and uh, we're not looking for anybody else because, you know, it's it's just a home family, fun or you know, organization, and it's a it's a great event. Yeah. You know, and that's the issue that that I've got is so many people. On September 6th or 7th, when, you know, on Tuesday or Wednesday, they'll say, what, rock and picnic? What's that? Yeah. Or they'll say, yeah, I don't really want to go out there because they think maybe there's, uh, you know, it, it's, I don't know, they think it's full of nudity and drugs. And it's not. It's a family, uh, yeah, family fun event. The crazy thing about it is not only is there music, but there's also like beanbag tournaments yes. and things like that. There's camping, uh, a lot of camping. Is there any, even any camping left? I, I think that. all the I think all of the actual hookups are are sold out. All right. Um, but if you are willing to run a generator or anything like that, there's plenty of room. Tent camping, uh, you name it. You can camp out in the back of your pickup for all we care. Yeah. Um, as long as you pay the park you rates. Pay the park. Yeah. You know, you're not paying us. You're paying the park rate. Yep. So. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah, once again, hats off to the park for letting you do that there at the park, yeah. too. Um, you yeah. know, that's a that's a pretty sweet thing, you know, because uh, I think that's like a county park. So, I mean, that's a completely different board of people you got to go through to Correct. to try to get it all done. So. Yep. And they take care of us. And, and we've done uh, last year, we donated a thousand dollars back to them. And we agreed. I think we agreed to do it maybe for three years in a row. Mm -hmm. uh, but give them a thousand dollars from the committee that way. And, and to use that thousand dollars on improvements down in lower Sheldon. Now I know this year they're working on electrical in the, uh, uh in the shelter house so that we can, uh, you know, we do some barbecue, which we haven't even discussed yet. We do some barbecue on, on Sunday afternoon and evening, which takes a lot of roasters and a lot of power. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, and we've asked them to improve that and they've been working on that. Um, I know there might be some stage improvements next year. I've heard, um, not from our donation, but I've heard the act that the, the, uh, conservation board is planning on putting more hookups, to the east of the stage, uh, to the east of the circle dock area, the drive yep. there, yep, um, and possibly even a, a new shower uh, room somewhere out there. They for, used to have one there for a while, I remember. Well, they, they've got a they've got some restrooms down to the south and and west of the stage there. Yep, but they are they need. Uh, they need I update. think the plan is to knock them down. They so. got to update those, yeah, yeah. for sure. I do remember they used to have like a shower room down there in Lower Sheldon, but it was like a thing they had to put up every year and then take down every year. And I okay. think they ended up I don't just remember getting, that. Rid of, getting rid of it altogether. Yeah. But. but the the conservation board is making improvements to the and anybody that don't knows uh, camping in Sheldon Park know that it has tripled in size in the last few years. Yeah, um, they're putting a lot of money into it, uh, making it a great place for for campers. Um, and now we're asking them to work down a little bit more on the, on the low end, on the lower Sheldon. Yep. And uh, that's what they're doing. Yeah, because, I mean, like, uh, everything at the, like, quote-unquote, upper Sheldon is usually where everybody camps now. Yep. And the lower Sheldon is kind of like the recreational area. Yep. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great park. I mean, I spent a lot of time there playing disc golf and things like that in the summer. So, and it makes it, you know, if you're if you're coming to play disc golf this weekend, it's probably going to be tough for you to do because there yeah. are campers in the way, um, you know, tents, campers, vehicles everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so you know, you can try it, but you ain't going to have much luck. Yeah, you're you're only going to be able to play like two or three holes, maybe, yeah. maybe, because. Yeah, maybe because the rest of them are going to be around people. So yeah, yeah not probably not going to happen, unfortunately. Right. But. but again, the conservation board is doing all that work to help us out. We appreciate that. Um, and about the barbecue, um, we off we actually do some barbecue. Uh, there's no food sales. There are no beer sales. Uh, we don't sell anything other than t-shirts, merchandise. We got some koozies, uh, things like that, which we promote. Go get one. Here's yeah. here's the staff shirt from this year. Nice staff shirt, even yep. nice. Um, and I'm not, I'm, I don't remember what color the actual for sale shirts are going to be, but uh, uh, and it doesn't matter to me, I'm colorblind, so I wouldn't know what it is anyway. Really, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> you got a drum of every color and you can't tell what color yeah. they are. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to talk that. We're not, <laughs> yeah. This is about the picnic, this is about the picnic right yep. here. <laughs> so, again, Saturday night, Brutal Republic, uh, shrimp boil. Free will donation, come on out. Sunday afternoon, starting at 1 o'clock or 1.30. Um, we'll have a, a national anthem about 3 o'clock. We've got a, a, somebody going to sing the national anthem for us. We'll have a cannon that goes, goes off. Oh, dang. Um, <laughs> as a signifying the start of the picnic. Um, it's just all around fun. We'll have the barbecue going all afternoon on Sunday. If you're there at the right time, you might get a rib. Otherwise, it's going to be mostly pulled pork, things yep. like that. Pulled pork's good. Yeah. Uh, I had it every year I've been there, and it's, and it, it's good every year. <laughs> again, it's free will donation. We'll have potatoes, chips, beans, uh, potato salad, coleslaw. I'm, I'm not sure what all is going to be there, but... Uh, yeah, uh, um, good old-fashioned picnic, you yep. know, rock and picnic. So. Come down, drop 5 bucks, 10 20 bucks, whatever, in the, in the kitty, and, and have some barbecue. Bring some lawn chairs. Yep. Bring your own refreshments and drinks. Um and bring it, bring some cameras. Have fun and take pictures of stuff. Post them on the Facebook site when you're done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Post them on Facebook. Put them in the group. There is a, a group that you guys have for the Rock and Picnic yes. on, online. Uh, there's the poster for it. Let me see here. I think if I click something here. Yeah, it's just called Rock and Picnic. Uh, rock and then an apostrophe N, apostrophe Picnic. Yep. It's a public group, so if you guys want to hop in that group and check it out, that's where all the updates are coming from for the Rock and Picnic. There are other places, too, but that, that's kind of like your guys' headquarters on Facebook. There. Yeah. So if you guys want to check out the this year's poster, or this year's lineups, or set times, they're all in there. Uh, thanks to Scott and uh, Paul Larson uh, as well. You know, he's another guy that's... High up on the hog as far as rock yeah. and picnic is concerned, and you and you mentioned uh, there's really nobody in charge. Paul does a lot of the lot of the the leg work and uh, uh, keeping track of things. Uh, Sue does a lot of it, but uh, there's about eight or ten people uh, in the in the core group that just take on more than eight or ten people should be taken on. Yeah. We do. We are looking for volunteers and people that want to join, but it's not. You, you don't just join and uh, show up one day a year. I mean, we have meetings throughout the year. Um, not a lot in the winter time, uh, and you know we'll start in the springtime. Maybe have one or two because um, even while we're not having meetings, uh, me and Paul are are looking at booking bands. We had all of almost all of our bands, full bands, booked in the fall last year. Nice. That's and how you, do it. Um, you know and and. If you got a band that you're interested in, maybe having us look at, we welcome all ideas, but understand that we take in ideas from 75 different people. Yes. Um, 
So just because your band doesn't get booked, you know, we can't we can't have everybody. And and it not not doesn't mean that we didn't want the band. Maybe the band gave us a price. I have a band out of Minnesota that gave me a price that was just ridiculous. <laughs> um, and that's the reason they're not playing. Yeah, you know, we just can't swing it. Yeah, and I mean, and I'm not trying to be like, hey, but. Not they wouldn't not like they wouldn't be worth it, but right. some bands are just out of their you know yeah. out of the league of something like this you know, yeah. and, and uh, you know I talked to somebody again last night that had given us a, a name from Nashville um, a couple of years ago and and that's great you know we looked at them um, I don't remember what the name of the group was but I think he gave it to Paul and he looked at him sent it to me and we looked at him and that's great but it's still going to cost us you know three thousand dollars to get them up here from nashville yeah so. that's another thing they gotta travel the whole way to get yeah. it's gonna be a little bit tough now i did have a band from nashville two years ago the yes. uh, tom buller came up and did the saturday night show for it for yep. us and uh was it more of on the countryside but played blues the last hour of his show mm-hmm. and people just ate it up it was yeah. great yeah and it wasn't three thousand dollars so <laughs> yeah exactly you know. <laughs> yeah i mean uh that's like another thing is uh just Getting on the rock and picnic, you know, is something I always kind of like wanted to do. And I remember you had asked me if uh, Three Finger Betty would want to do it. And I was just, and then we were just like, well, that's, you know, this is when I was first joined the band and nobody really knew much about it. And I was just like, well, I don't think the subject matter would fit like a family yep. friendly affair. So we swapped it out for me doing like a blues set instead. Yeah. And it worked out, you know, it worked out just fine. So like, that's another thing. It's like if the band doesn't get chosen, it's like I, I also had to tell myself like it's a family event. Yep. It's just the way it goes. And that's like, another thing is, you know, I could have, uh, uh, I could hire a bluegrass band to put on the stage on a Sunday afternoon, but not everybody's bluegrass fans. Yeah. And I have to, not I, we, the committee, have to decide or make the decision uh, when we're looking at bands, is it going to keep everybody there? Yes. Or is it going to keep 30 people and send everybody else home? Because our funding comes from... Every, you know, everybody donating. Yeah. yeah, the people. So we have to choose bands that are going to entertain uh, a wide variety of people and not send them home. Yep. You know? And that's why, um, you know, rock, uh, country, blues, singer-songwriters, anything in those genres, which yep. are, like, you know, widely accepted by almost everybody as music yeah, they enjoy. It is called The Rockin' Picnic. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, if I had my choice, which I don't, but I, I you know, I, I just love classic rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, and that's the other thing, though, too, is you guys have it set up well enough where, like, the earlier sets are the acoustic stuff, and they start to dwindle off and get fewer and farther between by the mm-hmm. end of the night, and that's when the rocking starts happening. Yep. But that's that just makes sense, you know? More people are, later at night are going to want to rock harder than two in the afternoon. You can't put yep. the hardest rocking band at two in the afternoon. Correct. You know? So we're, uh, and, and and that doesn't mean we'll have, we don't have country. We've had country acts on before. We used to have, we had the... Uh, Jeff Halverson's Honky Tonk Review a few years back, and we had uh, um, a country band on Saturday night. We had a country act from Nashville seven or eight years ago um, uh, that she played fiddle, and I the name slips my mind, but was it was a two-piece one? act. Was that that was the guy who played the drums, yep. and he also and played the guitar while he yep. played drums? Who and was people that? Loved him. Yep. Because I tried to remember who that was a few weeks ago to tell someone about it and I couldn't remember their name. Uh, I know her name. I just can't think of it right now, but I'll, I'll find yeah, it. I'm sure we, I could probably scour around here a little yeah. bit and find it. Maybe we'll put it in in post. I don't know. Yeah. Show up this Sunday and ask Scott what the name of that band was. That's, your, that's your objective. So, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you've been on the podcast a few times to talk about, you know, playing with Chris Carband and Ned Freely. And I know you've got other bands you're playing with. Do you want to just give them a shout out real quick? I uh, play with a band, uh, one that formed a few years ago from the Spirit Lake area called the Borderline Outlaws. And they are pure, hardcore 
honky-tonk country. I'm talking Buck Owens and George Jones, which I absolutely love. If I had a choice, everybody knows me. Anybody that knows me knows I'd, I love rock and roll, but I'd rather play a honky-tonk shuffle all night long Yeah, as a drummer. <laughs> and I'd rather love singing it, too. So um, play with them. That's really, uh, you know, I've, I've got Ned Freely band I play with. I've got the Chris Carr band. Um, those are my main um, musical incomes right now. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got other bands that I've played with. I've, I've got a, a Mandel Cook band that I played with back in uh, July. I did a job. I've got a job coming up in October filling in with um, Jesse and the the Medicine Men out of Des Moines. It's oh, cool. a country band. So, uh, But that's, hey, somebody call, needs a drummer and it's something I can play? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean I can play everything. I mean, there's there's bands that don't call me because I'm not good enough. So, <laughs> uh, Not the style they're looking for, maybe. Yeah. That's probably the nicer way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's one of the coolest things about you is you kind of like, you've got the main core bands, but you also fill up your schedule with, uh, I don't know, like freelance jobs. I yeah. don't know what you want to call it, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, Caleb wins, by the way. He's got more jobs than I'll ever have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was something I remember seeing the comments I'm, on that episode. I'm bowing to Caleb. You know, he's got, uh, he's much more popular than I'll ever be. Do, so. he, he turned down a gig to do the Saturday night show for Brutal. Really? Yeah. Well, thank uh, you very much. Un- unfortunately. I wish I could thank him, but I won't be there. Oh, you're not going to be at the Saturday night show? I have a, it's a long story, but I had to uh, change my schedule around. I will, I've got a job with Chris that night. There you go. Yeah. That is very important to the band. So, uh, to me. And um, Deb Dahl will be taking charge of the show on Saturday night. Oh, look out over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, she's, uh, she'll say, those fine young boys. Yep. Oh, yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. They were out there and they took their shirts off again this year. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, Deb is not like that. She has no issues. No, she doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, Brutal Republic, rock stars. The, I mean, Sunday is absolutely packed wall to wall with music. Uh, guaranteed there's going to be somebody there that you will enjoy. I don't care what kind of music you like. There's going to be somebody there yep. that you'll love. And everybody likes ACDC. Uh, if nothing yep. else, swing down for that ACDC cover band at nighttime. It's it's going to be packed. House. It's, a, it's a very family friendly show. And if you don't believe that, Deb will do the show Saturday night, MC it. She's also doing the service at the Congo Church on Sunday morning. So come on down, get <laughs> nice. it, do the sinning and the, and the saving all at the same time. There you go. Yeah, you can just pack it all in right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, you know, like I said, if you want to listen to anything else, Scott Dahl wise, uh, Chris Carban, things like that, just go listen to some of the older episodes. If you guys are uh, want to hear about the Rock and Picnics years past, there's a couple episodes. Um, uh, around this time last year and the year before that I did uh, episodes with Scott. But, uh, yeah, Rock and Picnic one more time. It's it's Saturday night and Sunday. The big show is Sunday afternoon. Uh, Saturday night's Brutal Republic. Sunday is a pile of bands. Um, go check out that Facebook group for full lineup uh, when people are estimated to be playing. And the crazy part about that, too, is you guys keep a pretty tight ship on on the schedule too right yeah it's usually not off by like five or ten minutes ever yeah, if we're by off by of ten night. minutes i've great i've greatly failed <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's wild i can't believe how tight it is but it's it's pretty sweet so you guys check that out i'll have a link down below to the facebook group and the facebook event so check those out scott appreciate you coming on did we forget everything or well or anything? I, you know as as always we need to thank you for uh for doing these podcasts did, did you think two years ago that you'd be doing 140 150 weeks worth of no not even a chance well and, and here we are i'd say you've done well yeah they got uh it's 
this is pretty much like the anniversary of me doing this too, yep. you know, cause it's been three years almost exactly. This and I haven't given you any bad advice. <laughs> no, no, no bad quotes. Nope. Nope. Uh, it's the good, the good ones. Yeah. If, if anybody's wondering, I've, I've said it a million times on the podcast. Uh, this is the man that gave me the, the best advice that I almost took offense to. Uh, I was just like, that's not good advice. And then I started playing. I'm like, that's good advice. That's good <laughs> advice. You know? you know, and that's anybody that knows a lot of people, I've I've made my enemies, I think, and uh, there's a lot of people that don't care for me, but I am who I am. Um, spread the love, yeah, which I, I don't I don't do very often, but I try to try to preach it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's a thing though in music because there's like a meme out there that's like this is the best compliment you can get from another musician at your show, and it's a kid going like this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, it sounds about right, you know, and it's, just get his arms crossed with a mean mug face. Nah, musicians are nice people. We got a great group of people up here, and that's one of my favorite things about this show is it, it helps showcase a lot of local talent and, like you said, some newcomers as well. So, yep. um, Everybody promotes everybody. Yeah. When it comes to the music, musical family, mm-hmm. I think everybody promotes everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great it's a great place up here to have people around. So check out that show. Make some new friends. Come out. Uh, one, one more time, I'm going to say bring a chair. You know, yep. definitely bring a chair. Bring your own refreshments. If you need shade, bring an umbrella. Um, camping is still available. Non-hookup. Yep. Don't forget the bag games. There'll be two or three different tournaments going on through the day. Yep. I think there might be a prize for those as well. I think they're giving away an actual set of boards, maybe. No. I'm not positive on that, but I think that's what it was last year. All right. Well, show up this year and see what you can win. Uh, yep. You know, do the bag tournament. That's another fun one. Um, I wasn't in it the last few years because I had to work. You're all lucky I'm not in it. So go out there and see if you can win it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not that good at bags. But, yeah, uh, dude, fun time. It's going to be great. Uh, it's, it's right here in your own backyard if you're from northern Iowa, and this is my hometown. So it's, uh, it's one of my favorite things to go to around <coughs> Labor Day. So, And speaking of, it is at Lower Sheldon Park, one and a half miles west of Humboldt, Iowa. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's free admission. Basically in Humboldt. Free so. admission. We just ask that you donate to help us pay for the bands next year. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, you can donate by doing some simple stuff like eating food and buying a t-shirt, you yep. know? I mean, that's yep. like the easiest way to, to get a couple bucks in their pocket. And pockets. I'm glad you mentioned that because I almost forgot. We actually need volunteers on Sunday afternoon. Somebody to, you know, if, if you're a man and wife and you got an hour to spare, then come up and volunteer us for, for an hour to, to serve be- baked beans or something, that, you know, help serving with food. Split the hour and do it for 30 minutes. You'll It'll be done in... In, in like 10 you you won't believe it went so fast yeah help yeah. us out that's all we need is some people to to lend a hand a little bit absolutely if you guys are looking to volunteer uh hit up scott online or find that rock and picnic facebook group or just show up to the show and say hey exactly. I, i've got time to spare i'll yep. volunteer for an hour so uh thanks scott really appreciate you sitting down talking with me thank you for letting me come up and waste your time <laughs> absolutely we'll see you on sunday thanks everybody there it is, your uh, yearly rock and picnic review episode, I guess we can call it. It's been uh, once a year. I think for the last three years we've talked about it. I think so. I guarantee you we did it last year. I know that for sure. And I think we did it the year before. I'd have to double back and check. But yeah, I've done a lot of different episodes with Scott. Uh, we talked about a lot of different things. And even in this episode, we talked about the rock and picnic. What's going on this year? Who's playing in it? What times the shows start? Etc. Etc. Don't miss that Saturday evening show. Like I said, that's a dark horse. That's a good, good show that uh, a lot of people attend. It's not as packed as the Sunday show, but it's a good show. Uh, and it's going to be awesome this year. Uh, Brutal Republic, 
always put on a good show. So check that out Saturday. Otherwise, all day Sunday, 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 there's going to be some awesome stuff going on. So check out the show on Sunday, Rockin' Picnic. There's a bags tournament. You can camp if you want to. You just got to pay the fees to camp. Bring a chair. Bring your own refreshments. There's food there. Free will donation. They'll have t-shirts available for sale. They're auctioning off all sorts of customized items. They're uh, made by people within the community. And all the funds that they uh, take in go back to the Rockin' Picnic to put on next year's event. That's another really cool thing. Every year funds the next year. So if you're out there playing and... uh, people are are loving it and they're donating money guess what you're paying for next year's events so thank you guys uh for donating thank you guys for playing thank you to everyone who volunteers i don't really have a whole lot to do with this other than the fact i've played the rock and picnic a couple times and i've volunteered there a couple times it's a fun show i really believe in it it's right in my hometown um i grew up here in humboldt it's it's one of my favorite things i'm glad i got to be able to sit down with scott and talk to scott about this because it's just such a fun show for our little community. It's been going 13 years strong now. That's crazy. I uh, Maybe I'll have to get a new t-shirt. I've, I've got a couple t-shirts for the Rockin' Picnic. I didn't wear one on the podcast this year. I wore my my Vinny and the Night Prowler shirt for everybody that didn't watch the video version. Uh, the Vinny and the Night Prowler shirt, yeah, gotta love Vinny. Uh, one of his first shows with his bands. I think it was one of his first full shows ever um, was at the Rockin' Picnic just a couple years ago. Just last year? I think it was just last year. Yeah, pretty good stuff. So, uh, you know, the Rockin' Picnic, they give they give new guys a chance. They give uh, the seasoned veterans a chance. They give people from out of town a chance. Um, every now and then they'll bring in a band from another state and have them play. Uh, it doesn't happen very often, like you said, but it does happen sometimes. So it's one of my favorite events of the year. I hope you guys uh, come out to see it. I'll tell you what, I'll do the same thing I did last year. It was tons of fun. If you come out there and you're wearing an Audible Farm shirt, I'll give you a free sticker. I'll give you a free Audible Farm sticker. Uh, I've got piles of different stickers. I'll just let you just pick one. You can have it. You can stick it wherever you want. You can stick it on your gear. You can stick it on your car. You can stick it on your dog. I don't know if you should stick it on your dog. But hey, it's your sticker if you come out with an Audible Farm shirt. You can do whatever you want with it. If you guys don't have an Audible Farm shirt, go to shop.audiblefarm.com. Find a shirt you like. And uh, yeah, just purchase that baby up. The, uh, the new shirt designs that we have are uh, starting to run low again already. They're already running low. So if you guys want one of the new shirts, uh, hit me up at a show or hit up the shop. Uh, I do usually bring shirts with me to shows that I play. So if you come to a show that I'm playing at, say, hey, I want one of those Audible Farm shirts. And uh, you never know, maybe I'll give you a discount. So uh, swing out to a show I'm playing sometime. I'm playing a couple different shows this weekend with uh, Jesse, a couple private shows, and we'll be at the Rockin' Picnic. So maybe I'll bring those t-shirts there. If you buy a shirt for me at the Rockin' Picnic, I'll donate the profits back to the Rockin' Picnic. Um, the the t-shirts I uh, still got the classic size uh, or the classic style in multiple sizes and I've got the new style uh, in a few different colors in uh, some larger sizes available so I do know there were some people that pre-ordered shirts if you pre-ordered one hit me up I need to get you guys your shirts um, come out to the rock and picnic and I'll deliver deliver a whole pile of shirts and we can all be happy people with audible farm shirts on if you guys want to support the podcast non-monetarily the easiest way to do that is like subscribe and share Maybe leave a comment on an episode if you listen to it somewhere, or uh, leave me a review. Go to uh, you know iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. Leave us a review there. I love I love reading the new reviews there. Uh, people are starting to leave reviews here and there, and it's it's pretty awesome. I, I mean, get some new subscribers on the YouTube channel as well. That's pretty sweet. So thank you guys for that. The subscribe on the YouTube channel might not mean much to you, but it means a lot to me. It's pretty awesome just to slowly climb those charts and get up there. Um, if we get up to 300 subscribers on the YouTube channel, I'll start releasing some of these uh, Patreon episodes back 
that are backlogged and I will uh, put them back on the YouTube channel for public viewing and uh, so that's maybe a little incentive to subscribe to the YouTube channel get some of those video versions out there for people to watch um, but otherwise thank you guys for listening to this episode I hope to see you uh, Sunday at the Rock and Picnic I will be there in some capacity or another for the majority of the afternoon I might not be able to make it for the night events because I do have a show that night as well I will not be at the Saturday event because I do have a show that night too unfortunately um, I gave Scott crap for it in the episode and then I realized I also have a show Saturday that I have to play at so my bad Scott uh, you know, it's just the life of a musician. It's awesome being in the community and having so many friends that play music, but it also kind of stinks when you have, you know, like another show when they're playing their show and you'd like to go watch your buddies play music. But hey, that's what Jam Nights and Barnum are for. You know, that's that's another one. I haven't talked about Jam Nights and Barnum for a while, but I did have a good good time at the Jam Night recently. So if everybody was at Jam Night, if you're listening to this, uh, hats off. Great time at Jam Night. Um, yeah, I'm done for this week, so I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys Sunday at the Rockin' Picnic. I'm out. Peace.